Hey there, beautiful soul. Welcome back to another episode on Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. I'm Kasia Berg, and I'm so happy that you can join me today. All right, let's get into this. Hello, Lightbeam. Welcome back to Soul Led Spirit Driven, the podcast. Another week here with you, and it's as always an extreme pleasure to be in your ears as weird as it sounds (laughs) I I do want to thank you for taking the time to tune in to my little podcast and and yeah so here we are (laughs) it's a beautiful sunny morning as I'm recording this here for you and as always I am in my car aka my recording studio and there's something about sunny weather when the sun's out and it's warm but not too hot that just makes me feel I don't know carefree and happy happier even and it really just fuels me with this incredible limitless energy always takes me back to like summer when I was 10, 9 and you know summers were just and summer holidays were just to for you to you know sleep in and play and run around and catch up with friends and go for bike rides and it was just so wonderful for me um, so I always actually remember that well always I should say I've been thinking about this this week every morning uh, because somewhere around 6 a.m or between 5 30 and 6 a.m I was sitting outside like greeting the sun as I was um as I was you know connecting with my one-on-one clients um and sending through some messages and it was just really beautiful to just sit on the deck watch the sun rise high in the sky and receive some light codes. I've shared them in my stories. They're just so incredible. While I drink my morning coffee, it's just bliss. It's bliss. What can I say? I'm very low maintenance. It doesn't take much to make me happy. Oh, okay. All right. Our topic today. Our topic today is being present in your body. Yes, because perhaps now more than ever, it is so important to be aware of not being present in your body fully. And I will explain everything in case you're kind of worried what that means. But it is just uh, something that... um, well, you may or may not know, but it may connect, help you connect some dots. And uh, especially as we dive into like, how can I get more into my body? Um, you can, you know, see where that sits with you and where you fit in, in terms of like how much you are in your body. And this is... Um, you know, how you feel and how you manage your energy. So 
I chose to talk about this in particular. I mean, of course, difficult times, you know, we need an extra boost. We need to, you know, we need all the tools we can to navigate through this crazy world at the moment, right? But also it is a topic that we are, I guess, currently, if you're listening to this episode as it came out of, you know, in the first month, <laughs> talking about this in air school. Now, if you're new to my podcast or me and you have never heard of what is this Earth School, I'm just quickly tell you. Um, so Earth School is my container, my group where I um, share things that help you to navigate through this earthly life as a human, being this beautiful soul. But also, at the same time, simultaneously, remember that you're not just this human who, you know, happened to wind up on this, you know, blue-green planet by accident and you get this one life and if it happens to be a miserable life, then, oh well, that's that then. So, Earth School is where we learn um, about this earth life, your life lessons, your soul groups, anything that can help with your expansion. Um, also a little bit of psychic stuff like connecting to your guides, um, you know, maybe the Akashic record soon. And we also do healings in there, right? Cause a big part of, you know, really living fully as this human is to let me just get comfortable is that you are able to see where perhaps you have um, a debris or a wound from a past life how it's not serving you in this lifetime and how we can then quickly shift it right so that you can embrace this human life with everything you've got, right? This is how we uncover our greatness. And I always say, it's not that you're broken or you got punished, so you ended up with all these, you know, faults. It's just that you are multidimensional, but not just, um, not just the way it's described that you exist on, you know, different planes, different levels at the same time. When I say multi-dimensional, I mean that there are many layers to you. There's many, many layers. And, you know, as this limitless soul that has traveled for many, many hundreds of years in many lifetimes, you have accumulated imprints, wounds, you know, um, the debris of something that didn't work out in a lifetime and it's imprinted on your soul and it kind of repeats itself here right anyways I've gone on a tangent you can tell I am quite passionate about this and I love talking about it so um anyway so 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 we do healings uh group healings and we do um a bit of psychic but also this sort of like understanding what it's really like to be a soul in a human body and this is where today's topic comes in because here's the thing often we say that we're spirit that lives inside this human body right but the way i 
see the way I'm showing this usually is that the you the spirit or soul let's say is so big it's not this teeny tiny and I've said it even many times that you have this little you know um, seed or this little ember but really your soul your spirit is much bigger than your body have you ever tried to stuff a um, sleeping bag back into its bag oh there's a tongue twister for you you know like trying to stuff it back into its you know bag that it comes with that is, that is exactly what it's like for a soul to be in this human body <laughs> the body is way way smaller than the spirit or the soul and so when I say that, you know, we want to be very in our body, very present in our body, but in our body, what I mean is that at any given time, most of us are not 100% in our body. We're not. Um, so, okay, so what, how do we get out of our body first? So there's different things that can happen. Now, with children... It doesn't take much to be honest with you um, sometimes you know of course yes traumatic experiences but even like parents arguing or even like you know with what's happening now children often tend to pick up on our energies and that's enough to kind of throw them out of the bodies a little bit um, also things like you know if they fall if they have an accident it kind of throws them out a little bit but kids are more more susceptible to being out of the body and the way i explain it is so you have to understand when i say you're not fully in your body or that you are out of your body i don't mean like your soul has left the body um because obviously then you would be dead <laughs> but let's say you are hanging by a thread most often right maybe 20 percent of you is in your body with children, the amazing thing is that they are either fully in their bodies, which is why they, you know, know what they want. They don't care if they look silly. They don't care if we have the time to stop and smell the flowers on our walk to kinder, you know. They don't, um, they don't have, you know, these preconceived limitations. And so they're either very fully in their body or it takes very little to kind of throw their little soul mostly out of their body. So let's say they would be still 30 to 40% in their body, probably more 40. And that is a lot of out of body for a little child. But let's focus on us adults in this one. So for us adults, usually it takes something like, for example, what is happening now, right? Especially if you're an empath and you're picking up people's energy every day, constantly. And especially if you're not aware that this is what happens, right? So picking up other people's energy and then feeling it, really feeling flat, feeling, you know, sad, depressed, anxious, angry, you know, all these um, emotions and not moving through them can yank you a little bit out of your body of course accidents illnesses um, the passing of a loved one when something huge happens a divorce loss of a child 
it's usually these big emotional events that cause us to be out of our body and if we don't know how to get ourselves back into our bodies if we don't know how to be present in our bodies fully so slipping back into that sleeping bag then even if you heal let's say if time moves you on after someone after a loved one passed away um and let's say you heal a little bit but you never actually intentionally moved yourself into your body you will find that um, life is still a little bit hard for you so how how do we know that we are not in our body so the way you know is because you can't sit still and meditate for example like you feel like you, your brain is going 100 miles and this is particularly noticeable if you have been meditating right so if you are someone who successfully meditates for on a regular basis and then there's a period where you're like oh my god it's not just monkey brain i literally cannot sit still it's like i've had 10 cups of coffee uh, so that's one sign. Um, feeling sort of a little bit airy, fairy, uh, lack of focus, forgetful, losing things, um, generally not being able to focus on one task or finding it really, really extremely difficult. So that can be that those are like sort of the the main signs that probably would stand out mostly, but also. I've noticed it as well with clients who, um, let's say they have great ideas, they have all these plans, everything they're going to do, but then they don't move it, so to speak, through their chakras in order to execute them, bring them into the physical world, right? So they're not so good at completing these projects. They may even start them, but not finish them, or, or they have the concepts, the idea, but just not enough to, you know, motivation or as we would call it, or, you know, this drive to put it out. Feeling extreme emotions as well. Um, and again, if you are someone who's generally happy, you know, okay, and then all of a sudden you feel really bogged down by these heavy emotions, that's another sign. That is another sign. So, these are probably the ones that I would say um, if you resonate with them and most people do because most people are not in their bodies right uh, you might get uh, you might find yourself a bit um, irritable right so let's say you're walking with your child who decided let's go for a walk and they're like stopping every now and then and you're like trying to talk to them but it's the same like, hang on let me just message someone or i've just got to make this phone call so you're talking on the phone they're talking to you your child is talking to you and you're like yeah 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 but you're trying to focus on a conversation then you get frustrated because your child is still wanting your attention but you don't really like you feel like i just have to do this conversation now like i just need to talk to these people now or i just have to do this now and it's almost this irrational thinking like 
like in your mind it is no other time I could forget it this has to be done now um, and of course then you have you know a, another stimuli kind of you know urging you to slow down or taking you away from this activity which then you know creates this frustration um, but it's really this lack of trust in your ability to carry out this task at a later time because perhaps you've had a few instances already where you said you will do something you didn't do it right then and there and then you forgot right and this is all linked to not being present in your body so um <clears throat> so you you tend to get frustrated quicker impatient quicker you know you get agitated <laughs> you bark at people around you um and I laugh because um this is so familiar to me um just a lot of these situations were so like me <clears throat> till I realized what is happening and I guess once when you know and you apply the tools that I will share with you later in this episode consistently you will notice the change you will notice the difference so just remember most of us are probably only somewhere between 20 maybe 30 percent maybe 40 if they do sports where they need to concentrate or if they're actors you know they probably have a little bit higher because you know any any job where you need to be focused you know like a surgeon or an actor even I mean just look at actors they they are able to slip into this world which requires a lot of focus and having to be present in this moment as this character they can't be themselves they have to act from that place right of being this character in this present moment so when you look at them they are very present in your body I believe of course I don't have any actor friends that I can check it <laughs> check in with but um I believe that maybe meditation or any of these mindful practices are part of their daily life somewhere because it helps them or those tools help them to stay in their bodies and very present. Um, look at, for example, um, people sometimes when they're interviewed, right, and especially if they're spiritual people. You will notice when they're very present and very much in their body because they sit there very calm. There's not much going on. There's no, like they don't get distracted easily. They can maintain eye contact. Um, they don't fidget, right? They don't fidget around. They don't get nervous. They just, and they, they just sit in this peaceful energy you know like so present and fully in their body focused on the speaker or the interviewer and there's this beautiful energy that oozes out of them and it's so relaxing right it's almost like some of that energy rubs off on you um sports people as well they have to be focused, right? They have to be focused. I mean, you look at swimmers, 
And in our terms, staying in your lane, I mean, they have to be so focused and so um, present and in the moment to really just focus on their lane, focus on that goal, on that end line um, and not constantly look sideways. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I go swimming, just recreationally, I'm not clearly not an Olympic swimmer or anything, but you know, every now and then when I go to these pools and they have those lanes, especially if I go with someone I know and they're in the lane next to me, I find it so distracting all the time. Like I constantly look around like, oh, who's next to me? Oh, who's there? Oh, what are they doing? Oh, look at them swimming, you know, doing their backstroke and I am here doing that doggy swim. <laughs> looking very dorky so I get distracted now people who are very focused and present in the body they look a little bit like have you ever watched dancing and there's like you know ballroom dancing and there's this couple and they're just like floating on this dance floor their moves are so coordinated. Each one knows what move the other one will do and therefore they know what move they need to do. They look deep into each other's eyes. Always like, yay, stare, right? Stare into each other's souls. Um, and it's like the, nothing else exists except their partner. And so it really looks like they're floating on the dance floor, right? It's mesmerizing to watch. Everything is so beautiful and coordinated. And all they are focused on is each other's eyes. And then you have the couple that is dancing, but kind of checking out the competition, kind of checking their moves against the other people's moves and are they doing it right should we stand more here you know and nothing feels really coordinated and it feels awkward and it's almost like a crash waiting to happen but you still stare because you can't <laughs> you can't look away so do you notice the difference between let's say couple a and couple b but that's exactly what it's like being present in your body that's exactly what it's like you you've got this focus laser focus and you're so in your body and this isn't about being present in your body it's not just feeling good in your body but that comes from being very present in your body you don't you don't feel so awkward with the things that you don't like about your body Right, like if let's say you have big thighs or maybe a slightly round the belly, when you are not fully in your body, it almost looks like you're standing in front of you and you can see it. Now, the view might be askew, but nonetheless, you're looking at yourself and you can judge it. Whereas when you are in your body, you don't care so much because you're inside, you don't have that view right so you don't see these flaws you're just in your body appreciating that you have this amazing vehicle to maneuver around and it's so wondrous so many amazing things have happened have come through right because of your beautiful body 
And so the benefits of being present and fully in your body are that you are calmer, more at ease, more at peace. You find it much easier to just go with the flow. You don't get thrown off so quickly by, you know, other people's situations. It's much easier to um, manipulate your energy. Remember, we were talking about that too. But also to manage your energy and retain your inner peace. It's much easier, much easier to uh, sit still. You're more patient. Um, And because your energy is different, um, you attract things to you. Synchronicities happen. Um, Nicer people come into your sphere, right? Because you don't get upset so quickly. You don't retaliate, you know. Um, You don't um, react to everything that happens around you. There's no need, right? It's like you're so in your body, so behind your eyes that literally this beautiful human body is this vehicle and you can see out and um as opposed to feeling like this you know like visualize yourself now being in the sleeping bag but majority of your body is kind of like leaning out you know and you're kind of swaying and it's much harder to jump you know um because most of your body is sort of you know, like let's say the sleeping bag is just around your knees, right? As opposed to pulling up that sleeping bag almost up to your chest or even further up. And really, you can really feel the ground under your feet. And so you can jump higher, right? You can maneuver, you know, much easier. Now, the other benefits also are, and I want to add them because they just sort of popped them in and reminded me, is that you find that you do things quicker, better. Not quicker because you have the need to move faster or because you need to, you know, keep up with someone. It's quite the opposite. There's no pressure. You just get more done because you're so focused because you can clearly see what needs to be done in what order and it doesn't feel overwhelming it doesn't tire you out um now before i give you a few tools and tips how to get yourself back into your body make no mistake getting fully 100 percent into your body takes time and patience because my guess is if you have never heard of this before, if you've never done anything to make yourself more present in your body, can say probably a lot of your soul, your spirit is not in your body. So it'll take some time and practice. So just be patient. Do it consistently. This is not a one-time, one-fix, does-it-all kind of thing. It's a little bit like meditation. You do it every day, even if you do five minutes a day, but you will soon, very, very soon, see huge changes. Okay, so this is what we're doing. Slow and steady and lots of patience, my friend. Um, but uh, yes, so, <clears throat> so I'll give you a couple of tips that you can do to get yourself back into your body. Now, getting 
pre- or getting into your body, being present is not the same as grounding yourself. So I use the physical grounding, which is, you know, like walking on grass or sitting on, you know, like a natural surface. That's grounding, earth grounding, uh, also called physical grounding. And then we have energetic grounding. Energetic grounding is a little bit different. It's part of becoming present in your body. So in earth school this whole month, um, I will talk about it in more depth and I will also, um, you know, take you on this beautiful journey and give you some more tools and practices to kind of take it to the next level. But if you are not joining us for Earth School, then these tips should help you get started. Okay, so number one, you want to ground yourself energetically. And there's many ways to do it. Uh, My favorite one is visualize a golden cord coming down from your root chakra going down into the ground and kind of connecting with the center of the earth so nice and sturdy and that visualization will help you to ground yourself energetically and then what you want to do is you want to literally visualize yourself sliding back into your body like as if you were slipping into a sleeping bag okay now for some of my students it's easier to visualize being like a glass so that your body human body is this glass and you the spirit the soul is pouring into this glass because it's much easier for them to visualize that than actually going into the sleeping bag Whichever you find the easiest will be the best for you. And so you visualize yourself and you kind of go like, okay, so how much? 20%, 30% and just kind of go up and see how far you can go up. And you want to do this daily. You want to do it uh, daily. It doesn't take long, obviously, as you, you know, even just listening to this, you can imagine it just takes a few minutes, but you want to visualize yourself. And then you can take it a step further and you can kind of, bring your awareness um, into the center of your head and sort of like visualize a mini version of you sitting behind your eyes so look so it's as if your eyes were the window to the outside world and you can look through them and then this teeny tiny version of you grows bigger and bigger and bigger now in at this point I usually like to help my students see themselves as this beautiful ray of light that grows bigger and bigger and fills their whole body so any of these practices um, you can start with one you know the energetic grounding do that maybe for a few days daily and then incorporate maybe the sliding into your body you know for another few days and then you add to those two practices this sitting behind your eyes as this tiny little person so just see how you go with that but like I said this is something that um, you kind of have to do every day like really you have to be consistent with it and you have to be patient just be patient Um, yeah so I think I think that's probably the best way so just start small don't put too much pressure on yourself and before you know it this is something you can do throughout your day you can just take a second and just quickly visualize yourself even if let's say you have a challenging situation perhaps you know um, a conversation with someone that you kind of worry about before you go into this conversation just quickly 
visualize this this practice and uh, it will help you be really so present in your body and of course if you want to come and join us in earth school um, I would love to see you in there. I would love to see you. There's so many other sessions already in there on intuition. We did on money as well because, you know, the spirits had a lot to say about money. Um, and moving forward, uh, we will also, like I said, have more of a focus on healing the human, but also um, helping your soul remember like a little bit of the psychicness that it has within it. All right, Lightbeam, I am going to go for a walk. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will be back with you next week. Bye for now.